0: Hey, everybody. I'm Kim Holderness.
1: And I'm Ben Holderness. Welcome to the Holderness Family Podcast. Good to see you, honey. Face-to-face.
0: Face-to-face. Do you feel like sometimes we just live life going... We we literally work together every day.
1: I've passed you on the road 14 times this week as you've gone in one direction. Now, we did think that we were going to have a little less carpooling at this point in our lives. Right. But um Lola's driver's license appointment has been delayed. Not not her fault.
0: No, no, no. There are weird rules in North Carolina yeah. right now. So, but she she's on track to get her license in another month or two, but can I be honest? I You're okay with it. celebrated. And she did she was fine with it. She's she's totally fine. It'd be like another it's like an extra month because of some weird COVID rules and everything. I know that that is the best quality time I have with her except for the trip we just took which we're going to talk about you don't get a lot of you don't get a captive audience with your kid much when they are 16 years old which it, is or at the least yeah which is the most natural thing ever because she she has we get requests from her even people have requested us on Instagram I'm like I'm not gonna send my daughter to a stranger's house to babysit yeah she would she loves kids but when would she have time <laughs> She has a more active social life than either one of us and then she volunteers and is on teen boards and things like that. So
1: Well, she's trying to get into college and you remember those days. Like you there's a lot of stuff that you end up doing plus your your friends all have cars so there's the social side of it. The bottom line is we're just not seeing as much of our teenagers as we normally do. For that reason, we were very Well, I don't know about excited. We were very adamant about doing some sort of trip together because for the first time in four years, our kids had the same like break during the winter where we could all just go somewhere.
0: Yeah. And I mean, not to get, I mean, nobody likes looking at other people's photo albums from a trip. So we're not going to do that. We're not going to
1: smack you in the face with a bunch of pictures. Or, or, Or
0: even just go into extreme detail. But I have to say... There is a particular joy in some forced family fun, and our (laughs) our kids hate it when we say that. But forced family fun, I feel like, it's one of those things where you're like, hey, kids, let's go on a hike. And they're like, ugh. But then at the end of the day, they love it. In this case, it was the reverse. I was the one that needed to be convinced because we... I had made a uh, New Year's resolution to get out of my comfort zone. And this trip was so far past my comfort zone. And some really cool things happened.
1: Do you do you feel like it's more in your comfort zone now that you're finished with it?
0: Right, it, totally. Yeah, and It that, wasn't so hard. It's like exposure yeah. therapy, and I know that's yeah. a therapy for people with anxiety. You just expose, you know, if you're afraid of elevators, yeah. you go through in a particular way and you do it. So yes, absolutely.
1: So the title of today's podcast is Forced Family Fun, Fun fact, I wanted to call our board game that. I thought it would be really funny to call our board game Forced Family Fun, but our kids Kids were like, no one will ever buy that. It's a a good point, Lola. No one would ever buy that. But we do believe in forced family fun. (laughs) In Kim's point, a hike is a good example. When it comes to vacations in our family, I do the planning, and I'm here's the reason why. Kim does everything else. Kim does most of the planning. Kim does groceries. She does children's schedules. She does workouts for us. She plans those. She schedules house maintenance and yard work. She is the best when it comes to this. I
0: am the best.
1: And you deserve a break, right? So we talk about this trip and you said, honey, you got this. So I planned this. My one and only job is not to mess it up. And this is going to sound like a cop out coming from me, but I have discovered something over the last years when it comes to planning a vacation. Ready for this? You don't want to plan a perfect vacation. You don't want a vacation where everything is figured out for you and everywhere you look everything is perfect and I mean, everything is comfortable nice to me. <laughs> I, with a family vacation, I don't believe that that's as important as shared experiences and maybe some adventures. So we're going to talk today about the vacation that we had. A couple of...
0: But not in a douchey look at my photos way.
1: (laughs) You've made that very clear. We don't have the ability to show photos. So I think we're okay. Kim's Guys, Kim was very concerned that we're going to be bragging about our vacation. That's not what we're doing. Because nobody Um, likes that. No. So again, I think the p- <laughs> I get it, honey. Do you want to you want to get it out? No no no, 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 no.
0: We're fine.
1: We're going to talk about why sharing uh, and shared experience are sometimes more powerful than just those relaxing vacations. And also we're going to add on to that what we learned from the amazing race that really helped us plan and give a similar experience to our children. And I'm not talking about the obvious stuff from The Amazing Race. We didn't give them a million dollars. Mm, uh, opposite. No. <laughs> opposite. Yeah, and right?
0: people people had asked when we were sharing on Instagram and Instagram stories what we were doing. Oh, is this one of the trips you won an amazing race? No, we actually took neither one of those trips. We went a trip to Cape Cod and to turkeys,
1: Round of golf.
0: And which were great and incredibly yeah. generous. But A, you have a year to use those. We didn't have the time really there's like some uncertainty around like travel and it would just been us and then the schedules didn't align so we lost access to the trips so we didn't take those
1: that's correct Mm -hmm. we did take this one and i will say in a couple of situations the the reason that we picked the place we went to is because we just heard the name
0: on the amazing race on
1: a season of the amazing race and we're like that looks pretty cool
0: the social media season they went here and we're like that looks cool and it always been kind of in our mind
1: right And, you know, we've talked about this before, but we loved our time on the race and not necessarily for the obvious reasons like winning the race or, quote unquote, getting to see the world. If you listen to our podcast, you know that you don't super get to see the world world. on The Amazing Race because the producers need everything to occur on camera. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of downtime where you're just in your room with no access to anything. Mm -hmm. But we love the fact that they took our phones and our internet away, it made life a little uncomfortable for us until we eased into the fact that it was just the two of us. And that part was great. That togetherness was great. We got so much closer together because they put us in that uncomfortable situation. A couple of panic attacks, but- um, (laughs) By me. We love the fact that it was hard to get from point A to point B and that it only worked when we worked together. So Mm -hmm. in that same vein, we wanted to plan an experience for our kids that wasn't perfect, but was challenging and out of their comfort zone, right? Yeah. A few things that we did to make that possible. Number one, uh, we went to an alien (laughs) area. That's not the right term. I want to say went far away, but um, it doesn't have to be far away.
0: No, we went to an area where none of us had been to. Alien. Yes. Yeah, foreign. Well, I think, yeah, foreign. And we did leave the country. We love to go to the beach. And we love to go to this one particular beach in North Carolina. And it is a very easy trip for us. I can drive there with my eyes closed, although that would be bad. I know which restaurants to go to. I know where the grocery store, the route. And there's a particular comfort in that that I adore. Mm -hmm. And so it's good to have that. So that's why I was so... This was out of my comfort zone. I'd never been to this part of this country. I don't speak French. I... I'm not a good skier. Like all of these things, like it was, I was excited to go to spend time with my family, but I was not actually looking forward to it.
1: Fun fact too, we we looked at Chamonix. We also, we we were like, are we going to be able to afford this? So we looked at, uh, we price compared Chamonix with Utah and Colorado. We're like, how much are we going to have to break, break the bank to go to Chamonix? You guys ready for this?
0: It was cheaper.
1: It's cheaper in Chamonix right now. Apparently the Euro is not like crushing it right now. And I'm just telling you guys, it may be worth checking out right now while this is happening, some trips to EU countries, um, because it's it, it was not as expensive as getting a trip to Colorado or to Utah. Well, I also
0: just think that in the U.S. right now, prices in general, everybody's using the excuses of inflation. Like mm-hmm. even the food over there was so much cheaper. And here yeah I, you can, don't even get me started people are like it's inflation no it's not everything come on
1: greedy corporate anyway <laughs> go
0: ahead go ahead you're well
1: fine. so that's that's tip number one go to some place alien to you mm-hmm. that you're not familiar with and number two and this was a, a a big deal like go to a place with limited connectivity
0: as Penn said we did we went to chamonix france in the alps and it's right and which sounds so fancy and it it But it was the most casual, wonderful place. (laughs) Again, it was cheaper than going to Utah from where we live. And I will say that we found some research about why sharing experience, even really mundane ones, is so powerful. A recent study found that sharing experiences makes people rate those experiences as more intense than people who underwent them alone. Here's an experiment that happened. Students reported liking a square of 70% dark chocolate more when they ate it at the same time as another study participant. Also, they said the chocolate was more flavorful than those who ate it alone. And that was out of psychological science.
1: Wait a minute. So, okay. They like the chocolate better when they have someone else to eat it with. Yeah. Okay.
0: And that's... I think that makes sense. That makes sense. You're sharing... So even as something as mundane as eating chocolate, it is better when you're experiencing it with somebody else. So something like experiencing even the really mundane airport in another country Mm -hmm. and figuring out where the bathroom was, was a hell it was so funny because we were doing it together. Although I have
1: gone to France by myself and it was lovely,
0: but anyway, it is such a more, for some
1: reason, everybody was so nice to you at France. Um, Like I, when I went, when I was 25, people were not nice to me, but everyone was nice to a super hot 25 year old (laughs) woman when she went to France.
0: Research has also shown that without friends or family present, even extraordinary experiences, can be, you know, less spectacular. Happiness is inherently social. And that's from Scientific American, which I get I, as much as I love being alone. And I've taken, I took a solo trip to the beach this year, and I blogged about that. I have to say, just having, a, you know, it would have been more fun, probably. I loved it. And it was necessary to recharge, but to have somebody with me. So Knowing that our our kids, our teens are on the brink of leaving us. <laughs> and it was just, you know, going through these, like really trying to navigate a new place together was so much fun.
1: Can I ask you something? Yeah. Do you think that you and I have the same personality type and brain that we both have that need the same amount? I just feel like you're, you are definitely better at enjoying something by yourself than I am. Hmm. I think the chocolate was a great example. Like, I think you can see a beautiful sunset and internalize it and, and, and that can really fill you out. If I see a beautiful sunset and there's someone like 80 and I'm by myself, I'll yell at the guy 60 feet away from me like, Carl, isn't that a great? Like, I absolutely have, to I it. have to. So, so there's probably different needs, but I think with our family, you are that way.
0: I think I need both. Yeah. Especially with something as spectacular as what just happened. I think it was more special because we now have all these new inside jokes and we have all these things that happened. It was 10 out of 10 family time. It's this adorable little town. I also had a few hours to go by myself to walk around Mm -hmm. and I kind of needed that because we were kind of all in a hotel room and I needed to just clear my head and it was great, but it, you know, it would have been maybe a little more fun if somebody had been with me.
1: We're going to get to the hotel room in a bit. Um, but moving on with the tips, number one was go to an alien place. Number two, have limited connectivity in some way or some case. We learned this a lot from the amazing race, Mm -hmm. no phones, no internet, right? It was just us. I think going over to France and it doesn't have to be France. We were six hours ahead on time. We were in a hotel with kind of spotty internet, not much staring at phones and the TVs were all French or Italian so there weren't a lot of ways to to kind of go into that shell of staring at a screen, right?
0: Right. And I that was my favorite part of the amazing race. I think it was panic inducing to travel without a phone at first and I realized that people are listening to us on a phone right now. I I get the irony, but that, as a that's family. Different. No, no, totally it's different. But as a family to not be staring at devices separately. And we did a, um, or, or are we going to do it? We haven't, have we done it yet? About, but about like picking a movie. It's so funny. We'll, we'll sit there on a Friday night as a family and scroll Netflix for an hour. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as we hit play, I looked over one Friday night, everybody was on their phone. I was like, guys, we just worked for, and I was, I was on my phone too. Yeah. So
1: it's a, yeah. The, oh, the jingle. Let's all argue about which movie to watch so we can all just sit on the couch and just stare at our phones. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And we'll be right back. The birds are singing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The The buds are on the tree. Yes. Winter is finally turning into spring. Yeah,
1: you're a big fan of the spring. And you know, I also love the sun finally coming out from hiding.
0: And you know me. The cold weather just wreaks havoc on my skin, my energy levels, everything.
1: And that is why you've... Kim, you've been trying the care of vitamin packs.
0: Yep. They have these daily packs that you can take on the go, like ceramides, which help reinforce your skin's protective barrier and iron for energy levels.
1: Yeah, it's awesome because all you do to get started is take a short online quiz about your lifestyle and your health goals and Care-of will give you doctor-backed recommendations.
0: And they ship high-quality, personalized vitamins, supplements, and powders conveniently to your door every month.
1: And something new at Care-of, if you're not yet ready to subscribe to monthly packs, some of their best-selling vitamins are now also available in bottles.
0: For 50% off your first Care-of subscription order, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter code Holderness50.
1: That's 50% off your first Care-of subscription order at TakeCareOf.com and use code holderness Fifty. This episode is brought to you by IQ Bar.
0: Pen, you know I'm always looking for a snack that's
1: both nutritious and tasty. Both a little snacky, yes, uh, <laughs> but of course the healthy stuff tastes like sand, and the stuff that tastes good isn't healthy, right? Not IQ
0: Bar. Their plant protein bars are a quick, low carb option that I love to grab for my
1: midday slump. So start each day right with IQ Bar's brain and body boosting bars, hydration mixes, and mushroom coffees. Their ultimate sampler pack includes all three. Get seven IQ Bar flavors, four IQ Mix flavors, and four IQ Joe flavors.
0: And today, our listeners get an exclusive offer for 20% off plus free shipping. Just text Holderness to 64000, which is 64000.
1: All IQ Bar products are entirely free from gluten, dairy, soy, GMO, and artificial sweeteners.
0: Plus, they're packed with high quality ingredients to keep you physically
1: and mentally fit. And they have a bunch of delicious flavors like chocolate sea salt, which is my favorite, peanut butter chip, and wild blueberry.
0: Don't forget over 10,000 five-star reviews and counting.
1: Refuel Smarter with IQ Bar's Ultimate Sampler Pack. That's seven IQ bars, four IQ Mix sticks, and four IQ Joe sticks.
0: And now our special podcast listeners get 20% off all IQ Bar products plus free shipping.
1: To get your 20% off, just text Holderness to 64,000.
0: Get your discount. Text Holderness to 64,000. That's Holderness to 64,000.
1: Message and data rates may apply. See terms for details.
0: So it it was a relief that everything was so new that there was nobody had the desire to sit there on their phone. Again, we love some research. Data. So this came out of the University of British Columbia in Vancouver, Canada, Researchers there found that people tended to enjoy their meals less if their phone was on the table because it was a distraction. And data suggests that 89% of mobile phone users experience phantom vibrations thinking their device is vibrating oh my God. due to overuse or over response. Dude, I, so
1: that's happened to me before. Yes. It's, it, my, my leg, there's like a phantom vibration and I pull it out and there's nothing. Yeah. That's really scary and really sad and I think I have a problem with that.
0: We are all addicted to these things because they have such power Mm -hmm. over us. And I'm the first worst person to raise my hand that I have a problem Mm -hmm. with, with my phone and I'm working to limit it. One more piece of research out of the journal for association of consumer research. Uh, They found that the mere presence of our phones nearby, even if they're face down on silent or in a bag or pocket reduces the available cognitive capacity and functioning even though we may feel like we're fully focused and attentive. So yeah. I I read the book The Comfort Crisis at the beginning of the year, which is why I've made all these resolutions to get out of my comfort zone. And one of the solves for and the tips to get out of your comfort zone more frequently and connect with nature is to go on at least a 20-minute walk several times a week, And which doesn't sound like a big lift, but you, it's not that you just have your phone on silent in your pocket. You leave your phone entirely. So even if you're not looking at your phone while you're walking, it's still, it's still a distraction.
1: Can I go back to one of the, the first thing you said in this, mm-hmm. um, finding that, that they uh, enjoyed the meal more without the phone on the table. Yeah. So I totally agree with that. And I, but I want to tell a story about a dinner that Kim and I had when we were in France, um, because the French, their meals are journeys. <laughs> There, th- this was one of the best meals I've ever had. We didn't have our phones on the table. In fact, mm-hmm. I like threw it. I, I put it away. There's a very important basketball game
0: going on. It was oh my gosh, you guys!
1: I did not know the result too.
0: There was what? Who was it? You it was, was
1: UNC UVA.
0: You and he went to UVA. Yeah, but grew up cheering for. Oh UNC. no, it was UNC
1: and <laughs> C State. Sorry,
0: whatever. it was. Yeah. it was very important. So Penn and I went on a date. We left the kids in the hotel room and PC. We set him up on the computer to watch the game. And this, he had been dying to watch this all night all day long and we but we were on a date and so pen turned off his phone
1: and listen it 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 was a wonderful restaurant but i just got to say this the food was unbelievable it was romantic we had we connected all those things happened. it was a three hour and 15 minute dinner um and we didn't even get like the tasting immersion experience or whatever it was yeah. and so i was facing just kim and like a wall kim was facing the rest of the restaurant and after about two and a half hours i was talking to the waiter in french um, because he's his and i was like in maybe could we like wrap this up in like 15 minutes <laughs> and he looked at us in a panic and this was listen we had ordered our dessert an hour before that Right. We had eaten our main course. We're used to, I think this is a problem for us, we're used to ordering our entree and as they bring the entree out, I give the guys credit cards. So as soon as we take our last bite of the entree, we're out of there and our meal is 45 minutes. Tops. In a restaurant, particularly when we have uh, kids, but also sometimes when it's just me and you and we want to get to somewhere else. Yeah. So we, the, <laughs> that dinner was so good and it was so long and you were watching the other couples as this was happening.
0: I was watching all the other couples and they it's something else we learned. I don't know if it's this town specifically or if it's Europe, but they have seatings. They have seven PM seatings and nine PM and nine PM seatings. And, p.m. Seatings. Yeah. and so
1: we were we were seven forty-five.
0: somehow random, but so well, I guess maybe they we, don't,
1: no, the, the meal's so long. They only have one seating at this place.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. You're right. So we came in, everybody was there at seven forty-five, which is very, so we're all going through this process together. And by the way, this wasn't just this one restaurant it was the whole town sure. with the seatings. And the first hour is great. Everybody's drinking their wine, but Penn and I aren't, are not big drinkers. So we have one glass of wine. We finish it. And by the time that that's when we're kind of like, okay, let's wrap up. Ready to go everybody everybody was like looking for help it was like th- 3 hours and people were just running out of things to talk to there were a lot of couples on their phones
1: yeah and they were w- like binge watching entire seasons of <laughs> yellowstone while know, we were, we're eating there so dinner.
0: bad and i think maybe a 3 hour dinner we've done we've done 3 hour dinners with big groups but i can't sit still that long <laughs> yeah. you know anyway it was great love you you're great
1: you're fine okay so to recap number 1 find a place alien number 2 a place with limited connectivity. Number three, you get rooms that are clean and safe, but that's it. Yeah. Don't get the room. If you want to go with your family and have an adventure, don't get that room where you're just going to want to sit there all day and look out your window and sit in the
0: bathrobe. get room
1: service and sit in a bathrobe. That's for when me and you go on a vacation. I was going to
0: say, I do love that, yeah. but as a family, we choose to spend money on the experiences and we we make sure yeah they're clean and safe right and they're yeah and they're nice they're totally fine this this hotel was this hotel was perfect it was clean and safe but it was very small and it was it was
1: fine i think that in europe they tend to to pay less attention to those kind of stay and don't leave resorts because they know that it's you're really i, I would think You're really doing yourself a disservice if you're sitting in the room because you walk outside and it's the Alps.
0: Yeah, there were a few times where we were so tired just from a very active, active day, and I could see that all of us would have been tempted to disappear into phones or a show or a movie and just stay, which there's value in that, right? There's totally value in that, but... the the room was small and kind of dark and getting a little messy because we'd been there for a week and so we all were like
1: let's get out of here so it
0: it kind of got our butts out the door more than i think our super comfortable
1: um posh yeah you know we even said that out loud a couple of times like i don't know that i want to stay in this room for much longer yeah (laughs) and then we got up and left and it wasn't like a bitterness you weren't panicky you were just looking at and seeing people walking and drinking hot wine or whatever oh, they have <laughs>
0: hot wine on the side of We never tried that. We movie. never tried it. Yeah.
1: Uh, okay. Clean and safe rooms, but that's it. Number four activities. Don't make them easy. Make them hard, make them new and make them challenging.
0: This is where I, where it's out of my comfort zone I and know. vacation for me is typically reading a book on a beach right. and you add in endless guacamole. And, and that's actually <laughs> my version of heaven. Yeah. You ask like what, what what I think heaven is like, I think it's someone's
1: a, making a guacamole,
0: endless guacamole, uh-huh. possibly a margarita. Yeah. I don't know. It's and heaven a, and a pool, and and a pool, but I'm the on the ocean. beach. Yes, and it's like seventy eight degrees, and there's a, an umbrella, and that's and I could sit there for all of eternity. Right. So the fact that we we're going, I don't like to be cold, and I don't like to be scared. So the fact that we we're going someplace cold where we'd be skiing. I was like, it was a little jittery. So yeah, that's where I'll stop things.
1: (laughs) Well, here's some of the activities that we did. We did quite a bit of skiing because we were in the Alps Mm -hmm. and we used a guide for this. And here's the reason why
0: your wife insisted.
1: (laughs) And I'm very glad that you did. That was the one part of the planning that you did. I was like, Oh, we'll just figure it out. Thank God that you Mm -hmm. stepped in on this particular point because, um, the, the mountains are very well run. Everyone is very polite. This, the instructors are fantastic, but the markings are not the same as American. Um, if you go skiing in Colorado or Utah, there's a universal kind of black diamond and there's a an arrow to where you're going to go and the signs for where all the slopes are it's a little confusing and so you can really get into trouble and go down the wrong place
0: yeah right we went one day without him and i accidentally (laughs) guided that's right down he did better than i did yeah
1: but but that was the end of uh, of his skiing so there were there were those those challenges there were there was this one place we went to where if PC didn't keep taking a left. He was going to go off the edge of a mountain.
0: And we had this is why we had a guide who yeah. was literally – and he made him do it, which was great. He didn't yeah. pull him out of there. He made him fix it. Um, but I felt – I had total confidence. But that was my one must-have. Like I don't have to have a fancy hotel room. We don't even – we didn't go out to fancy dinners every night. Mm-hmm. We did a couple of those, but we got takeout. But I'm like, we have to have somebody who's local and can guide us. I, and, I, I, and if you're going there ever – send us a message. I will give you his name and his phone number. Yeah, He was He's
1: amazing. The coolest. I know I said we weren't going to hit you guys with photos, but we've got to find some way to get the photo of our children on the ice wall.
0: Yeah. We went ice climbing.
1: That was um, my favorite. That's not a, that's not like a usual thing in the package. We inquired about it because we saw it on
0: The amazing race. race. It wasn't
1: even in Chamonix, but I'm like, I wonder if they do ice climbing here. Mm -hmm. And that was not easy either. You are on a wall of ice. You have uh, even hiking to where the wall was, was challenging and a little bit perilous. And you had to clip onto ropes and you could see some nervousness in some of our kids. You could see it in my wife, but that sense of accomplishment and the fact that in the end, I think that we were safe. It was just hard. Ice climbing was, you said, your favorite part of the trip.
0: Yeah. And I was I was nervous the first time. And PC, that was his least favorite part. I'll give him that. But it pushed him because we, we had a 10-minute hike uphill in the snow to get there. And so he was pretty – we're at this high altitude. He was pretty beat by the time he got there. And it was – he is really good at a lot of things. But the minute he's not instantly expert level at something – Like if he tries something one time and he's not expert level, he's like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. So the fact we made him do it again, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, that it was it was I'm glad we did because he got more confidence in it.
1: I think a good sign of a challenging activity or, or a series of activities. And this happened with us is when we got off the slope for the last time and our last activity was done. You and I gave each other a high five because everyone was going home in one piece yeah you know what i mean
0: there was a great
1: relief because
0: (laughs) we we were very active you know i love my stats and data here a study found that we learn the most when when there is uncertainty in our emotions it's impossible to learn in an atmosphere that is too familiar learning helps boost creativity and productivity this is from yale now, getting out of your comfort zone improves happiness, but we subconsciously fear getting out of our daily routine because we associate it with discomfort. that's that whole maybe we should have him on the Michael Easter, the author of Comfort Crisis yeah, he's
1: got nothing else to do. yeah, he has nothing book. else to
0: do besides you know promote a best selling book. he's
1: probably writing the sequel where he's climbing something even more difficult than yeah. <laughs> what he did before we-
0: that I will say that there was such a thrill and by the way, I why so the skiing thing—it was fine. We have a—we had a guide, which made it more comfortable. I'm using air quotes, but I was cussing most of the time. I was going down the hills, but when we were done, it, there was an adrenaline sure. rush. Yeah. So there was a thrill of like, oh my gosh! I did. I look back at that hill. I'm like, oh my gosh, that was so steep, and I just did that. So there was a
1: thrill in that. And you know, our kids get that too.
0: Of course. Also, people who engage in a variety of experiences are more likely to retain positive emotions and minimize negative ones than people who have fewer experiences. The many benefits of staying curious and trying new things include improved memory, mood, and motivation, increased ability and agility to acquire new skills, and overcoming fears and discovering new talents. Now, I get that this sounds... This entire
1: episode sounds so privileged. We're talking about like,
0: oh, all these like Hang really... On.
1: No, you keep saying that. We we saved up money for this. Oh, worked, I know. We worked super hard on this and we did not stay in like a five-star hotel.
0: No, no, no. I know, no. But what I was about to say is this, the same lessons are, uh, you know, on Mother's Day, I always, the weather's always super nice here. So I always force family fun, make our family go on a hike And we always try a new place, a new hike, a new park. The same thing can happen because there is a curiosity of like, I don't, you know, I don't know, is there going to be a big climb on this? Mm -hmm. Are we going to, we'll make it through because I'll do enough research on it. But like, how long is it going to go? Are we going to have enough water to get through? Should we bring snacks? Like all of those things, I think, check the box of getting out of your comfort zone as a family. And we did it as a family. So there was such great relief, <laughs> but also it was one of the best experiences
1: we've had as a family. And I do think that th- those senses of accomplishment, you don't get them when you're sitting with a limitless margarita and I don't know guacamole.
0: Have you ever finished like a big bowl of guacamole?
1: It just makes you feel like you've done something. I great. mean, <laughs>
0: the sense of accomplishment after just like uh, scraping the bowl with that last chip.
1: Mm. All right. So our fifth tip, and this is, uh, again, we're going back to our amazing race times and also uh, a bit of a comparison. That is that navigating was an exercise. It was a challenge, right? First of all, we had to walk everywhere. It was funny. When I asked people if there was an Uber yeah. to go somewhere, they were like, why would you go on an Uber? You can walk. He's a beautiful outside. He's a 15-minute walk. And I think on the first day, it was like a 15-minute walk. And people, people walk for hours. All The time that's why they're also fit. Oh my gosh, everybody's so beautiful! Yeah,
0: I yeah, I would say we asked because we went to um, oh, you're gonna get to that about going, but we ended up going to a hockey game and it was about a 20 minute walk. Mm-hmm. And that is just not something in the US you get an Uber, you grab a cab, like you just don't walk, yeah, 20 minutes. Through it, and we're we're not talking about through a a town like we were walking alongside highways at one point, but that's what you do. People do it. Walked, up. yeah.
1: So I mean, we walked everywhere. It was also a little challenging. You know, had to find new ways to communicate, and sometimes uh, it was confusing, and sometimes you get lost, Mm -hmm. which leads to tip number six. My favorite tip of any great vacation: get lost. Get lost. Yeah.
0: Why not? I mean, we got lost in the amazing race and it was panic inducing, but it is fun. It, I mean, it, talk about all of those things. We're talking about getting out of your comfort zone. All the, I feel like every part of you, when you're lost, the, you know, there's more on the line. And especially when you're asking for directions in a different language. You, and this, this actually yeah. was, I wasn't a part of this, but this was Penn's favorite part of the trip.
1: It was Lola's favorite part of the trip. Mm-hmm. I asked her. So- there's a lot of fun involved when your authority figure messes up, mm-hmm. and everyone's safe and it's okay, and it can it can be really fun. So Lola and I went skiing on our own. Lola's a good skier, yeah, um, and she wanted to do some more challenging runs, and so I said, "Okay, Kim, Pen, Charles, Serge, uh, we're going to meet you guys at the bottom of this run." Uh, and so off we went, and as I said, the markings are not great on. Uh, European slopes. So we took a turn, took a turn, and then there was one that said either return to this or return to this. The names of the lifts are the same as the names of the runs, but they don't always go to the same place. Don't know why, but that's the case. So I took a right when I should have taken a left. As I took the right, Lola's screaming, are you sure this is the right place? I'm like, I'm pretty sure it is. So then we look around and we're the only people there.
0: Mm, Bad sign.
1: Yes, when you look around and there's no one in front of you or there's no one one behind you, what are you going to do? Big, wide open slope. Great, look, let's just keep going. So when you go down lower than you think you're supposed to, that's trouble Mm -hmm. in skiing because you don't know how you're going to get back up. So at one point we look in front of us and there is a road <laughs> like with cars, with cars in, and the, and they're in, in, in skis. <laughs> it, it just, we're in skis and there's a road. There's a car driving across our slope. Lola's Lola's like, daddy, what are you doing? And she's laughing, yeah. but she's screaming at me like you went the wrong way. We're laughing. I'm like, honey, we're just going to have to keep going. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, we're going to walk across the street. So thank God these are rental skis. I'm sorry to the rental company. We're clod hopping. If you've seen Blades of Glory with uh, Will Ferrell and Will Arnett Arnett, when they're chasing each other with ice blades and they get stuck on the escalator. yeah. And so we're just kind of clopping along. We cross the street. We're both laughing hysterically and we keep going down, keep going down and we get to a city.
0: (laughs) It was not the one we were supposed to be in. It's not the
1: city we started in. It's a different city, Yeah. a different slope. It has its own names and, but I get to the bottom. And I'm like, Oh, I see a cable. There's a lift. There's a way to get back up. I for, for, for a second. I thought we were gonna have to get on a bus Yeah. and go back to wherever we were or just get on a bus and go home tail between our legs. So I saw like a gondola, but this wasn't like the gondola that you, you take your skis off, you walk up the stairs of like a municipality, um, most people were not wearing skis. They
0: were they were taking the gondola to like work.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and the gondola had a driver.
0: Ooh, that's not a good sign.
1: Lola was amused by all of this. But we take the gondola way up higher than we were before. And we can see where we started. It's on a different mountain. We've gone up the wrong mountain, but there was a through trail. And after about 25 minutes, we got back to where you guys were, but Like when we were on that gondola, we were equal parts terrified and amused. And it was an adventure. Yeah. You know, like if you get lost, as long as you are in a safe place, it's that's that kind of new experience. And I cannot recommend enough getting lost on vacation.
0: Yeah. It it was uh, the the text messages coming in
1: because we were supposed to be meeting you
0: guys um, were very funny. And um, I, I was not worried. Because you guys are good skiers. If you had had me, I'm not a confident skier. I would have been terrified because obviously the way down is going to be harder. So
1: Let's go through the rest of this really quickly. I'm sorry. We're running out of time here. And you guys have listened to us for long enough. Um, Number seven, last tip, is to go native. And -hmm. you brought that up a minute ago with the hockey
0: game. Yeah. So I think it's really especially if you're visiting somebody like a different culture i think it's pretty important to try to support that economy in some way support their community in some way and so we always look for something that will benefit. I don't know. It's like, not
1: necessarily touristy. It's
0: not. I mean, right. the, the tourism benefits them, right? Right. But something a little more local. So Penn found a hockey team to support. So we went and bought tickets and merch. And like we were we were all in.
1: The Chamonix Pioniers. The pioneers. We I, we couldn't get a good seat. Um, or I screwed up and got us bad seats uh, because it was sold out. It was, and it was And it was not a lot of tourists. It was the people oh. of Chamonix who were there. But we felt like we were part of the town. Yeah. And that, that that sort of immersion always gives me a sense of community and it actually makes me miss the place more when I leave it.
0: I know. And I think that we had Donald Thompson on when we were talking about diversity and inclusion. And one of the things he said stuck out to me so much, which was like, just make friends with people who are different than you. And he gave the example of one of his good friends is blind. And so now when he... Donald sees, literally sees the world, he looks around saying, oh, my friend would have trouble navigating this space because of all of the stairs. My friend would have trouble. There's no Braille here. So my friend would have trouble with this menu. So it allows Donald to then advocate for his friend. And then he worries about mm-hmm. his friend. And so that, that can apply for issues like that. But also, I feel like going to that game, we were sitting on chair lifts like Lola and I sat next to this precious little girl in a chair lift. and Lola and I talked about her and wondered about her. And like we made friends with the people working at the hotel. So now I feel like we have friends. I'm using air quotes so that we are still checking the weather there and we're concerned about them. And Lola is looking up news in France because she's like, we've made friends. And I think that that's how we make the world a little smaller. Mm-hmm. I think that's the beauty of travel. I am, I le- I was not excited. I was excited to go because I was going to get to go with my family and I knew we'd have fun. I had no idea the adventures that we'd get to have. And I was, this is the first trip in a long time. Usually I'm really ready to get back. I was depressed coming yeah, home. I wanted wanna... to stay. I, ne- I had another week in me. I, w- I, was, I was not thrilled to be
1: coming back. I Well, to that stay. makes me very happy.
0: Mm-hmm. You planned a great trip, babe.
1: So those are our seven tips. I'm going to give you a bonus eighth tip that isn't gonna make much sense, but that's okay. For some reason with our family, oh gosh, the last three vacations and our three favorite vacations potentially have started with something going terribly wrong in the first day yeah. of what we've done. So we were on our way to Hawaii, our only trip to Hawaii, and the flight this got this
0: was, by the way, long eight, time ago. Eight years yeah, ago. Yeah.
1: The yeah, the flight got um canceled canceled, and we had to get a new flight and just pack up our stuff and throw it all into suitcases and like sprint to get to the airport to Mm -hmm. get on there our last ski trip before this to montana which was was five years ago which was five years ago was the worst flight in anyone has ever experienced on the way to montana in front of a storm that even people who are regular travelers were like crying yeah they're crying and screaming Yeah. yeah it happened again to us and Part of this story is just so I can say that the people who are on the flight crew from Raleigh to Paris on Delta are our new favorites.
0: Brenda and Carson. Yes. Brenda was the pilot. Carson was the <laughs> first Officer yeah and then Maria was the a flight attendant or a gate agent from france in in Paris, yeah. her name is Maria. I will say we benefited because in seeing the pilot and first officer as we were exiting the flight leaving paris right they said, oh my gosh we 're fans of the amazing race and so we it was a very quick interaction. We were leaving it was a long flight. It was an overnight flight i woke up as we were landing and so i was like kids get your stuff get your stuff i'm like getting all
1: their stuff Yeah, you're responsible for everyone's stuff
0: and so i was in their seats getting stuff ready i did not get my stuff ready is the preview and so brenda and carson we we didn't know we're like oh my gosh thank you for getting us here safely thanks for watching the amazing race great as we're walking as we're walking off the plane very quick interaction but they're very kind very memorable and we get off, we get off the terminal. We have to make a connection. So we're kind of running through this airport and it doesn't make any sense. And I need to get my phone out to give them my boarding pass. Oh, and I don't have my phone. Oh, so I check. I used We find my iPhone. Yeah. It? And it's on the flight. I freak out because not, not only is our entire trip, we use Shannon at, I can, if you guys need vacation planning help, she booked all this. She booked so many of the things for us. Shannon had, has like this app and it's all on my phone but we run our business from my phone. Right. And so I started freaking out and nobody would help well, us.
1: Well, I went to the Air France gate and they didn't speak English. So I speak a little bit of French and I was speaking to her and all they were saying was no Delta, no Delta. We can't help you with Delta. And Lola, I'm like, you guys
0: are partners. Yeah, I
1: know, I know, I'm getting upset. And Lola goes, daddy, daddy, listen. And I'm like, hang on a second, I'm trying to speak French. And Lola finally tugs my shirt. She goes, daddy, look over there. And our friends from Delta are walking by. Yes.
0: Yeah, so they're getting so
1: yeah. right. And they speak English. So I go over and I talk to him. Kim is, uh, is keeping it together, but it's, it's tough, right? Because mm-hmm. it is your business. And I ask them, is there anything you can do? And they're like, well, we can't talk to those guys, which is interesting. Delta and air France. They just didn't, they didn't want to talk to each other. I guess they're their own, they're their own thing. What happens if you leave your phone? The answer is you have to fill out a report. Which that doesn't really help us out very much. So Carson says, "Well, I could put it on this on this uh, on this text called my family or something, which is all the people in the airport." And I said, "Could you please do that?" And then I wouldn't let Carson Carson leave without me grabbing his his cell phone number because they had to go. They had like, to go. They're on ice at that point. Yeah. They have to go downstairs and get processed and be part of whatever the next thing is. So they didn't have to do any of this. They probably like the, the standard operating procedure is probably there's nothing we can do. I'm sorry.
0: No, but Brenda even tried to get back on the plane and air France was like, no, they wouldn't let them. They can't. And she's like, I just flew the plane here. And she's like, I can't, this yeah. is the
1: captain of the plane. Yeah. Anyway. So we're waiting for the next flight and we pull Kim, I pull him over. I'm like, here's, here's the things that are likely to happen. The most likely is they're going to find your phone, but you're not going to get it until a long time from now. They're going to have to mail it and may not make its way to Shamini, We're not sure. What I don't think is going to happen is that you'll lose your phone forever. Right. What could super not sure happen is Carson may get in touch with a gate agent and the gate agent may be able to get it to this uh, gate, which was a mile walk.
0: Right. And so I, I, I'm like, okay, here. So i on got onto pen, the find my iPhone and I was about to hit, like you can report it as lost mm-hmm. just so people couldn't get it, access it, yeah. cancel our accounts. And like, I was
1: telling you to hold off for a second. And I,
0: but I'm like, I felt very strongly that I needed to do that right now because we run, like our Instagram page is yeah. my phone, like all this stuff. So I look at it and all of a sudden the dot is moving. It so is so exciting. Phone is moving, but they're boarding our flight. And so it was like, will the dot get here by the time
1: we have to and get on our flight? Babe, I know you're having a really tough time. That was so much fun watching that dot <laughs>
0: I know, <laughs> but th- so like we were the last people. It. We were the last people, and I was like, "And this sweet Maria, sweaty, sh- sweating, running there, short of breath, with my phone, and I gave her the biggest hug." So Delta, the Delta flight crew, the Delta people, ten out of ten. The Charles de Gaulle agent. I, I the Charles de Gaulle agent. I need to actually write that. I need to write them, uh, Delta, because I think they get a lot of complaints, and not often do they get. Accolades, mm-hmm. and I do believe they would have done that for anybody. I know they were fans of The Amazing Race, but I do believe the flight crew would have stopped to help. I do believe, like, because they're like, "Here's what we've done; we gotta go." It wasn't like they were sitting there, you know, you know. Yeah. But so I, um, anyway, they did great. You guys, I love you. Thank you for listening to our. Um, but I also have plans. Um, when we're empty nesters, to be travel bloggers, maybe mm-hmm. we'll be travel podcasters.
1: Yeah. If you could. Maybe we'll get a sponsorship from Delta. We just said a lot of nice things about them. <laughs> anyway, Isn't that how it works? um the
0: the <laughs> the joy, the particular joy of Force family fun. I totally recommend it. Go someplace new with your family. Go to a new restaurant at the minimum. We love you guys.
1: Bye. Bye.